This podcast is supported by Anchor FM. If you've ever thought about doing your own podcast, then check out Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a free podcast platform that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Or your tablet if you got one. I really can't recommend these guys enough. It was worth switching over from another platform. Once you set up your podcast, Anchor FM will automatically distribute it to all other platforms like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or such and such. It's very easy, very streamlined, and you can start making money immediately. Download the free Anchor app or log on to anchor.fm to get started. This is a Kitty Pod production. Hey, man! It's your humble host, Jason Bourne here at the Keep It To Yourself podcast. And I'm here to take you on another trip to the archives. Just recently, Adam Parada, friend of the show, remember him? His common-law wife, Amy Meyerson, just came out with her second book called The Imperfects. This is following up from the bookshop of yesterday's, which was released just two years ago. And that's where we're going today. This episode was recorded on June 24, 2018, and various times beforehand, and this episode dropped the following day. Now, granted, it was only a couple of years ago, but given the current situation, it may as well be a longer time ago. Back on that fateful Sunday, I talked about the book with Amy and Adam at the side room at Harvey's in Saratoga Springs. Remember when you could do such things like that? But anyway, we chopped it up over the book, and I talked about many other things in this episode, as you're going to hear. I referenced a trip to Cooperstown, New York, that I took with my friends. And you're going to hear about that in episode 49, if you go back to the archives, if you're so lucky. But anyway, here's episode number 48 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Unadulterated, unedited, unabridged, un-anything, as it dropped June 25th, 2018, with Adam Parada... Riding a shotgun with the main guest in the main center of attraction or whatever, Amy Meyerson. All right, I've rambled long enough. Here's the episode. Enjoy. This time on the Keep It To Yourself podcast, we have the back end of a female doubleheader. Amy Meyerson is joining us, and I'm certainly not alone, too. This man, Adam Parada, is going to join me. The back end of a female doubleheader is not something dirty, despite how it might sound. This is AP. I'm co-hosting this episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast with Amy Meyerson, author of The Bookshop of Yesterday's. Tune in. And stay tuned right now. In fact, this episode is so good, it'll make you want to say... First, this. Welcome to episode number 48 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, the most above average podcast ever to hit your ear holes, and seemingly the podcast of yesterday's. My name, of course, and as always, is Jason Bullitt. The regulator, innovator, dominator, creator, a theta, plus the imitator, assassinator, baby. The man of the hour, the man of the power, 
too sweet to be sour. And I'm coming to you once again from an undisclosed location somewhere in New York's capital region. I'm recording the intro of this episode on Wednesday, the 20th of June, 2018. As of recording, we are one day away from the official beginning of summer. And it'll already be summer by the time this podcast drops. We got so much to get to here, so let me get my social media in quickly. You can follow me on Twitter at 518 underscore bull, Instagram at Jason underscore 51838. And of course, there's always the Keep It To Yourself podcast Facebook page. Have a look there. It's where all the new episodes go on the social medias. And of course, you can also listen to this podcast, download, subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. We're also available on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Podbean. There's also the feed for your Android device, so you can listen there because I'm having trouble with Google Play. And also I have the feed so you can put it on the podcaster of your choosing. We have a couple of shout-outs here that I want to give. And this goes back to the last episode, or maybe two episodes ago, I'm not sure. Actually, this is the last episode, 47. I cut out Phil Grandin's shout-out because he followed me on Twitter. And you can do so as well at mgrandin. Uh, Phil's a close friend of mine back in high school. Me, him, and David Pratt had some great adventures back in the day. We were also in State Fair in my senior year, our senior year, really. And Phil nowadays is a high school science teacher in Northampton, Massachusetts. So big ups to you, Phil. I didn't forget you this time around. You heard my shout-out the first time out, but I accidentally cut it out. And I deeply apologize for that. Hopefully this makes up for it. Also want to give a shout out among the littles as we are at the time this podcast drops right in the afterglow of TK Jingle Fest 4 and Plausibly Alive. And it's a little named Tom Miskovitz, M-I-S-K-O-W-I-E-C. Lives out in Florida. So thanks for liking the podcast, Tom. Hope you enjoy listening if you haven't done so already. And a shout out to all the loyal littles who made their way to D.C., for the fourth annual TK Jingle Fest. Hope all of you had a great time and hopefully you've uh, made some new friends if you haven't already in any of the three previous. I didn't make it out there because of a road trip to Cooperstown that I took that weekend. Episode 49, I'll give you the recap in as much excruciating detail as I could possibly muster at that particular time. So you have that to look forward to. Also, in the offing in the next couple of weeks, episode number 50, Jim Perillo will be the guest for this milestone. I think we're going to talk Summer Madness in episode 50. I'm not sure what we're going to have for 51. But it's going to be coming down the pike, so it's going to be a nice couple of weeks or thereabouts, nice month we have. So why am I even wasting my breath? Let's just get out of this cul-de-sac and get right to it. Let's get to the week or so that was, because it's been a while since last I spoke and you listened. And it was Father's Day this past weekend as I record this. And it was a busy weekend for your boy Biz. Uh, Friday night after work, I met up with a friend of mine named Sarah Berger. If Sarah's listening, a big shout to her on that front. We met up after her work up in Saratoga and went to the Embassy Suites Hotel. I remember that was many things over the years. When I was a kid, that was the Grand Union Supermarket. And of course, oddly enough, the Grand Union Hotel was there in Saratoga Springs uh, many, many, many moons ago. Well, there's an Embassy Suites now, where once there was an eyesore over a decade back. And we went in this place called the Diamond Club Grill. We split a hummus and pita plate. Some of us got our booze on. Actually, both of us did. 
little glass of vino for Sarah. And I had a little uh, cocktail for your boy Biz. Got We both got our drink on. So it was great seeing her. It was the start of a great weekend. I did a half day shift at work this past Saturday, the 16th. And then I went to my nephew's birthday party at Spare Time Lanes in uh, Half Moon. If you want to hear my take on last year's festivities, I'll refer you to episode number 10 of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. Full archives on SoundCloud. Full archives on TuneIn, if uh, I'm not mistaken. And also the Podbean app, too. Or Podbean on the uh, desktop computer or laptop. Who has desktop computers these days? Anyway, we're getting deep in the weeds here. Had a good time. I got there late. It's because I had to work. And then it was just me hanging out with Dad, eating pizza, knacking on some birthday cake. And once the kids all went to the arcade, it was kind of loosely organized, uh, unlike last year. I decided, well, I'm going to go home. I got laundry to do. I got domestic responsibilities to which to attend. So I rested up, got some house cleaning done, got some laundry done. And then in the afternoon, I went to Franklin Alley Social Club, had a little patio party. More on that later. Actually, more on the business, too. That full-service for-profit establishment run by my good friend and fellow little Frank Sicari and fellow business person, Heidi, the woman to whom he's related by marriage. I'll tell about that later. Had a brief stop over there. And then I went to celebrate my friend Dave's birthday at this great restaurant called Martell's. It's in this golf course. And I was right next to the 19th hole. By the time I got there, the 19th hole was well packed. There were some people who had just come off the course shooting 18. Coffee break. My fuel for the day. Anyway. I got me a California salad. Now, this wasn't a Cobb salad. They had some shredded cheese in there. Had some mandarin orange. Oh, it's real good. Fruits, veggies, that whole bit. And there was some ice cream cake later on. So this was kind of a saints and sinners situation going on here. So I had a good time. Got back before uh, 8.30. And then we go to Sunday and Father's Day. There was a Father's Day brunch. We didn't have to wait forever in a day like... The Mother's Day brunch, we got seated right away. So it was me, my dad, my brother-in-law, Jim, my sister, Tracy, and their soon-to-be six-year-old child, Hunter, their only child, a masculine child. And we stuffed ourselves silly. Well, it was actually early enough that I actually turned down an invite to go with them to dinner. I just stayed home because I had a busy weekend and I needed to rest up. At least that's the opinion I gave my dad for ducking out on dinner, going to Chili. So I missed out on that. But you know what? Not my problem. Well, as we inevitably have been doing the last few episodes, we're going to make our return to the Collar City on the banks of the mighty Hudson River for a rather supersized edition of Tales of Franklin Alley. As I mentioned earlier, back on the 16th, Franklin Alley Social Club held a patio party and it was a busy day for them. Early in the day, Iceland played their first ever World Cup match, a game against Argentina. It was a draw that felt like a win for the Icelandic side. Alfred Bogafund, that's his name, don't wear it out, scored the equalizer. It was a 1-1 draw. It felt like a win for Iceland. And had it been for Lionel Macy's penalty, it would have been 2-1. He missed that, thankfully, for the Icelandics. I wasn't there, so... I couldn't really gauge the temperature in the room, but it was quite the crowd for a 9 a.m. on a Saturday. 
Then they closed up for a few hours, and then they got ready for the patio party. And I happened on there about 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Actually, it was like the latter time. And it was kind of quiet, but I knew the crowd was going to pick up. Like People were going out to dinner. They certainly weren't going to be going to Franklin Alley to knack on vegan hot dogs and whatnot. I was going out to dinner, as I mentioned previous. So there was that. So I just stopped by, got a little drink of water, said hello, gave my best to Frankie, and also saw Heidi there. And of course, the next day was Father's Day, and it was just going to be a tough way to go for her. And she was very close to her dad, from what I imagine. Uh, as I mentioned in a previous episode, Heidi's father passed away from brain cancer. That's why we had the cancer fundraiser and the Bob Marley brunch back in April. It was great seeing them again, and we also got to discuss trivia, too, because three days previous, it was a three-person effort this time around. Me, Aaron, and this other guy named Dan, all three of us teamed up, and we returned to our winning ways. We got ourselves another $25 gift certificate in the old hopper, so we're going to use that next time we come. We went back to our winning ways the same way I lost it at the end of May, and that was Super Street Fighter 2. And I got to address this, uh, this past Sunday, actually this coming Sunday, it'll be this past Sunday by the time this drops, Franklin Alley Social Club will not be open on the large day during the summer. So that's good news for the help. They can get out and enjoy this uh, fine summer season. I don't know who said it, but there is nothing like a summer Sunday. I don't know who said it. Don't quote me on it. You might do the research, fill me in. Like, this person said that, dummy. But uh, that was a good call. Hopefully uh, they'll be open. Uh, I can watch the Giants down there if they have a late kickoff, like 4:15, 4:25. Me and Frank are uh, big Giants fans. Love ourselves some big blue. And also the summertime is going to affect how often I do trivia, or we're able to get together. So I told Frank, listen, at best we're going to have sporadic appearances through the summer. Don't expect many tales from Franklin Alley the next couple of months. That's all I'm saying. Finally, and I mean it, it was quite the affair last night as I record this on the 21st of June, 2018. It was quite the affair at the Northshire Bookstore in Saratoga Springs, mine and Mr. Parada's beloved hometown. It was quite the affair at the Northshire Bookstore as our guest today, Amy Meyerson, had a reading and a signing of her book called The Bookshop of Yesterdays. Now I'm going to admit something to you. I pre-ordered a digital version from the iTunes bookstore just a week ago. I felt like I should get a print copy of it so she could have something to sign. Duh. Why not? So just before the event happened, I went and purchased the book. Then I went upstairs in the children's section, which is where all these type of events take place. And it was a well-attended affair. I saw Joe Bruno there. Big shout to you, Joe, if you're listening. Of course, Adam was there. He acted as um, Amy's manager of sorts for the road. Uh, before Saratoga, they had previously been in Philadelphia. They had been in Brooklyn. And they're going to resume the tour sometime next month. They're going to do a little western swing. They're going to Denver and places like that. We'll break it all down with Ms. Meyerson and Mr. Parada in just a few minutes. But it was quite the affair. Uh, it was well attended. It didn't last too long, so it started about 6 o'clock or thereabouts. 
Amy did a reading. She told about her book. Then she did a little Q&A sesh. None of us asked questions. Me and Joe were sitting in the back. Just keeping still and stumming all that. And then the crowd repaired to downstairs. I was one of the many who had my print copy. Got it out of the bag, of course. And I stood in line to have it signed. Amy did that. And, of course, uh, just as a gag, Adam kept the Sharpie on him. saying, hey, you want to sign this too, apes? I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So there you go. Milled around the bookstore a little more. It was pretty much dead at the back. All the action was towards the front, obviously. And after all that, I immediately repaired to Harvey's. Went in, and just like at the bookstore, all the action was upstairs. Now, there was trivia that was also going on downstairs. They do it every Wednesday night at this place. And to think I ducked out on trivia, ironically, at the Franklin Alley Social Club some 20 miles down to the south in Troy. Sorry, Frank Sakari, if you're listening. And I know you are. That's just how it is sometimes. And it was quite the affair. I was probably wondering what I was going to have for dinner. I tried to load up on lunch just in case there really wasn't anything. Well, Adam and Amy made sure all the guests were well fed on the night. And, of course, among guests, there were many of uh, Adam's relatives. His parents were there. I didn't see him, but I was reintroduced to his sister, Lindsay. I met one of his cousins. I saw some of his relatives, I've already said, not to sound like a broken record. And there was even a cake there, too. They had a little buffet off to the side of the bar upstairs. There was, like, uh, crudités, like celery sticks, carrot sticks, broccoli, cauliflower, the like. And, of course, there was a little uh, deli and cheese tray. I think that looked like prosciutto. I had to ask Adam because I wasn't sure what I was eating. And, of course, there was some popcorn chicken, which I had been looking to sample, but they had run out. So I had just gone downstairs because uh, I thought another friend of mine and past guest Don Benway was down there playing trivia. Nope. He would have recognized me if he did. I would have told him what was going on upstairs. But, alas, alack, he was not there. And, of course, uh, how about this? I go back downstairs. Here comes the guy with a tray full of the popcorn chicken going upstairs. It'll be waiting for me as I got back. Well, there were so many people who attended this thing. They ran out of the regular plates, so I had to use plates that were reserved for this cake that was going to be served later on. I even went out in the back patio, so I had, like, two slices of cake. So I'm waiting for Adam, so we're going to talk about how to get this podcast together, when we're going to meet up in Ant. And so, there we go, just uh, eating cake, having a good time, enjoying the beautiful evening. And so it was a good time there. I'll thank Adam and Amy as soon as I'm done with this interview, which we're going to get to right now. This was recorded at Harvey, the same place I had just mentioned, on Sunday the 24th of June, 2018. And we'll get you out to the interview right now. Starting out now. Hey. Yes, good. All right. Well, I've, I'm going to just hit the record button. We're just going to let her fly here. Oh, one or another. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm here at, at the Harvey's in Saratoga. A little stutter step there. Never mind. I want to introduce my co-host. You've heard him before. You're going to hear him again. Adam Parada is here. 
What's up? And uh, we are not alone this time. Uh, joining us is a now published author and a good friend of Mr. Prada's and now a good friend of mine. Uh, she has a book out called The Bookshop of Yesterday's. It's Amy Meyerson. Welcome. Hi. Well, don't be nervous. Don't be, don't be bashful now. So, I got to tell you what. I finished reading the book over the weekend before I went on this day Thanks. trip to Cooperstown. That is a wonderful book, especially if, like, I'm not going to spoil anything. The last two chapters were just uh, incredible. Oh, thank you. So, uh, let's get to you, the person, before we get the book. Um, Am, feel free to jump Hold in. Hold on, Jay. I got a question for you. What's that? A couple, the, a couple people were brought to tears by the book. We got <laughs> word. And there was, a, uh, I think, three or four people cried. Now, it's okay if you weren't one of them. It's okay if, you yeah, know. Yeah, I didn't really, I, felt, I kept my emotions in okay. check. You'll be All glad right. to know. All right. Good to know. <laughs> All right, All right so, to clarify. well, if you were one of them, I don't know. I'm, I don't Not know why me. Oh, okay, so you're more, you're as stern stuff as I am. So, Amy, let's, we don't know, I don't really know you as a person, but uh, where did you come from? Where did you grow up? Uh, your background and all that? Go ahead and spill the beans on that. Sure, well, I grew up outside Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and then I oh, went... Birds. Eagles. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was going to ask you there. Sorry, Amy, but uh, where we, you were out in L.A. when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yes, I was. I was at Amy's brother's house, actually. Whoa. He's wow. a big, big Eagles As you already know, I interviewed, there's a friend of mine from high school, ours named Bill Mullen. I interviewed him on the podcast a week after the Super Bowl, and he went to Philadelphia for the victory parade. Oh, yeah. Oh, did he climb any poles? No, he did not. He was in New York City when that went down. He was able to hold his liquor, though, from the interview. So, <laughs> All right, so Amy, uh, well, outside Philadelphia, like Montgomery County, Bucks County? Yeah, Montgomery County. Main, um, oh, the main line. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up right down the street from uh, Villanova University. Oh, a friend of mine, and I don't know if you know uh, this person, Adam, uh, Sarah Berger. She went to law school at Villanova. Oh, did she? I yeah, well, she yeah. did her undergraduate work at Drexel's. I think Mr. So, Nolan Tully went to Villanova. Oh, I think, he went, well. I think he went to Penn. You think he went Penn undergrad, but maybe Villanova Law? I don't know. I'll have to call in and set All up right, straight. Okay, I didn't want to be uh, recording the waitress here, so I had to hit the pause button. Okay, so you grew up like on the main line, like Lower Marion Township or whatnot? Mm -hmm. Oh, Kobe Bryant's from Lower Marion Township. Yeah. He doesn't like he Kobe, is, though. Oh, boy. You're not supposed to say <laughs> that Don't be starting rumors now, Parada. Gee whiz. If Kobe's man. listening, we're doing all right. That's true. I don't think he is. Wow, look at the rain. Oh, uh, yeah, we came here at a good time. I'm glad I brought my umbrella. Born this on a rainy Sunday. Anyway, so uh, you did your undergraduate work at Wesleyan University out in Connecticut, I heard. Yep. Yeah, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's a famous alumni. He is. The I star of Hamilton. I didn't know him, but some one of our friends uh, did lighting for him in some of his places. Oh, there. yeah. And who knew that he would come to go to such famous heights with Hamilton and in the heights and whatnot. Have you seen Hamilton? I've heard of it, but uh, I have not seen I heard it's coming to Proctor's and Schenectady, I believe, next year, 2019. Oh, cool. It's a hot ticket, I think. Yeah. Just getting a refill on the water here, folks. All right. Sorry. All right, man. So, don't mind. Got a little uh, refill on the water. So, when's it coming? I think it's 2019. It's coming to Proctor's. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Okay, so... Where did you do your undergraduate work? I know you did your undergrad at Wesleyan, but where did you do your graduate work? I'm assuming you did that. Uh, at USC, which oh, is so, where I met Adam. Oh, I was just going to get to that. Yeah. You met Mr. Parada over we in did. Southern Cal. We had Cal. class together. She liked my yellow sneakers <laughs> and the fact that I didn't take notes. There's a small... It was a screenwriting class. Right. The legendary screenwriting guru, Sid Field. Oh, yeah. Since passed away. R.I.P. And the required reading was just the books that he wrote. Wow. He would read basically from his books. So I realized that I had the books. I didn't need to take notes. You had the books. I'm like, who needs notes? Yeah. Notes, I got the books. So 
So uh, were you two in the same class together or come in about the same time? Yeah, I started a year before Adam did, but we, oh. we had that class together. Oh, yeah. Um, with Sidfield, which is where yeah. we met. And, and uh, I remember back to a, a glorious summer's day in August of 2011 when I first met you. I think I met, I think somehow I met Adam, I met your sister at the... I think it was at the, at the track. It was at the track. Yeah. I remember because I had a $5 win on a horse in a short field. And then just as soon as I cashed my winnings, there the two you were. You Adam, you introduced me to Amy. And then it was, I had enough money, I got all three of you guys into the clubhouse. All three of us, I should say. That's right. Do you Man. remember the name of the horse? Beautiful Nightmare. On? Beautiful Nightmare? Yeah. That's, I like that. That's in the memory name. there. That's an intense name. <laughs> Dead out. The question is, did we bring you luck for the rest of the day, or were we? Well, I don't. I uh, might have stayed. I might have stayed for a couple more races before I went home. It was a long afternoon. But anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand here. Let's get to the book here, because I don't want to be uh, podcasting while we're uh, knacking on mozzarella sticks. So what we'll do? So the idea for a bookshop of yesterday. So how did that come about? This is your first novel. Yeah. Well, so it started with an article I read in the New York Times book review, mm -hmm. and it was about, this was years ago, it was about the strange things that people leave in books. Mm. So it talked about somebody finding a piece of old bacon in a book, <laughs> or a baby's tooth. Uh, I remember, uh, I'm, I'm kind of playing dumb here, because I remember you tell us that Wednesday night at the Northshire Bookstore. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of later. some other ones that I didn't mention there, but just, you know, some of it was more... Uh, well, I guess nobody would really expect so, to find a lot of so money there, in book, Yeah, so there's but. like a lot of clues in the book that go through. Again, no spoilers. If you haven't read the book, you better get out and get it. Um, so there's like little little quotes from different books that are referenced throughout the uh, novel, like um, Jane Eyre for one. And there's like clues to finding uh, one of the characters in the book. I believe it's uh, Miranda's uncle. Mm -hmm. Miranda's the protagonist, in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, the clues are hidden throughout the books, and I think that was an interesting part of the writing process, yeah. as far as what Amy says. Yeah, this is interesting, because I think uh, there was some, uh, you didn't really uh, put base yourself on one of the characters, but one half, the first part is set in Philadelphia, and of course the rest of the book takes place in Los Angeles and throughout Southern California. Yeah, well I wanted to, I wanted to set it in L.A. Oh yeah, um, most I, of it. But, uh, yeah, I wanted the to write about The man crossed me over the table. <laughs> so, Apes, do you have any other questions you want to ask uh, your girlfriend? Or you get your notes here. <laughs> I got a lot of questions for her today, but I don't think <laughs> All right. Right. Well, let's see. So, well, I think you can talk a little bit more about the creative process. Oh, yeah. I, I had insight into the creative process. Okay, I was going to ask you, because there was a little spot in there. You said that, uh, take, welcome to the Inside Podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. And I had a little spot there to say if you had any uh, influence in the book, but we'll uh, go one at a time here. The, so uh, you had the creative process. Were there any challenges into getting the book or thereabouts or getting the book written and whatnot? Well, just sitting down and writing is That's really always hard. A, well, as uh, you know, I mean, it's the thing that you do a novel. I mean, I do a podcast on the regular, as uh, Mr. Parada sure knows. And right. I just take notes whenever like, I have an episode coming up. i got to figure out what I want to talk about. Or if there's an interview, I just took the notes here for this. So the it's a real process is probably some similarities, I would yeah. think. Yeah, thrill the chase, in my opinion. But it's really a, a real, it's a real joy for me when I get a podcast done and put out there. It's like, well, thank goodness that's over, and it's going to be on to the next, however long that may be. Exactly. Well, I think the editing process for you—you you edit it, a lot of your podcasts. Yeah, I, right? I'm, this is a one-man operation here. 
and this is a, uh, you know, I record the podcast, I do the editing, that's the most arduous part for me. I'm like, you know, you had to go through a publisher, you're like, I get notes from him and said, all right, take this out, you know, put this in, one thing or another like that. Exactly, yeah, you don't a, have anybody telling you what to do, you have to come up with it all. You have to do everything uh, yourself. Top of the dome, son, top of the dome. Greg, <laughs> <laughs> do you edit right on your, this might be a little yeah. inside baseball, but you edit on your... Right yeah, right on, the, right on the phone here, via the opinion app, I've told that before. Yes. So, oh, cool. So, um, so, um, I read the acknowledgement. That was very touching that not only did you mention uh, Adam in general, but you mentioned the Parada family in particular. Of course, you mentioned your own, and you gave another family the DAP and the acknowledgements. Yeah, my uh, sister-in-law's family, oh. too. Um, but no, I mean, Adam's mom and sister uh, have been my biggest, yeah. no offense, Adam, Bentland, biggest I, supporters and encouragers. And yep, as you know, I, to... yep, as you know, I uh, re- was reintroduced to Lindsay last Wednesday night at North Shore Bookstore after the whole event. Everybody's downstairs. They've been doing a lot of PR. Well, my mom yeah. basically set up the logistics of the big event here oh. last week. Yeah, but, yeah. But I think those... the, um, the booksellers at Barnes & Noble probably know your sister by name now because she's been back and forth so many times. Oh, yeah. in the streets. I'm waiting for her, for them to present Amy with the bill yeah. for services, 5% of net proceeds. Oh, yeah, they're going to be asking for their cut of the action. That is for Don Schwab. You, but you saw my you saw my thanks in there, right? You yes. Know, uh, just yeah. For those of you who don't know, go back to episode number forty-eight, which was the last episode. No, 47, 48 the last episode. It's Sunday, folks. Anyway, <laughs> I was saved to last in the acknowledgement. So yeah, you were. Yeah, I I mean, you were the hammer. You were the button. You were the hammer. You closed it out, my man. <laughs> we'll go with that. That's what I call you, so Adam the that hammer. was. I thought that was very nice, and oh, I finished thanks. it just before I. Uh, Headed out to Cooperstown for the day. Now, did you read it? You bought a physical copy, and I bought a physical copy mainly out of respect for uh, not only the author but for the uh, booksellers and the place uh, in which this venue took place. Well, much appreciated. Now, did yeah. you actually read the electronic copy? I got up. To, I got up to about seventeen. Then, when I got the physical copy, I picked it up from there. Which do you, do you like reading better on? Well, I like to get a physical book every now and then because I was out with uh, the aforementioned Sarah Berger a week ago this past Friday night. And as somebody who sits in front of a screen most of the day for his work, um, it sure is nice to get away from a screen every now and again. I just try to do that more regularly now. That's why I bought the physical copy because, well... She's not going to sign my iPhone cases. <laughs> Although somebody did, so you, you I did, did sign somebody's Kindle. <laughs> so wow. On the back of it, she had several oh, other. Oh, tempera omores. How the times have changed. But you know what? It was great getting a physical uh, copy. It's also kind of appropriate that we're in the library of this uh, very oh, establishment. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe, oh, Full service. I should, uh, copy in I should here. leave a book yeah. here. Yeah. Put it right next to Barbara Bush's biography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't see the, anything the like the Warren James Commission report. <laughs> All right, well, we're, okay, well, we're getting deep into JFK uh, conspiracies. We're going to nix that, nix, nix, nix. So, thoughts on Northshire Bookstore? I mean, I was so happy to get a bookstore back in town since Borders closed up. And of all things, it's an independent bookstore, and bless them for that. What are your thoughts on uh, Northshire Bookstore? How they did a great job hosting yeah, there. Yeah, how long? I, since I've been coming to Saratoga, it's been here. 20, did August, it of 20, August of 2013. Oh, so I was coming In here fact, before uh, then. I just always yeah. assumed that it was here. Well, that I don't know. I think is pretty it's, good, a, right? it's a great store. They yeah. have a great, um, they have a, a big stock and they have yeah. great selections. In fact, uh, I'm going to let the listeners in on a little secret. Before I met you and uh, Adam, we uh, convened here at Harvey's 
I did a little browsing at the North Shore Bookstore. So it's always a great place for me to go whenever I come up here to Saratoga. Lots of good books and did lots you buy of anything? other stuff. Uh, just browse. I already bought the. I already bought yeah. your book back yeah, on Wednesday, true. so. They have a lot of. I think they have records. And oh yeah. So they have if you're a lot a fan of local of, stuff too. If you're a fan of vinyl, this is the place for you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, the building is pretty new. They, now, have you, Jay, have you ever been, I know you're a Vermont guy, have you ever been to the... I've been to the, one? I have, the first place I visited was uh, Labor Day week in 98 when it was just my mom, God rest her soul, and yours truly. We did a little tromping around for Labor Day weekend. We went to Bennington and we went to the North Shore Bookstore in Manchester. My first time in the flag, was now the flagship store. Okay, and it's pretty similar? Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's a... Uh, it's like an old house, right? It's like an, it's like an old house. I think the Manchester place is bigger than the uh, in the Saratoga location, but that's just me. I haven't set foot in the Manchester location in well over a decade now. Northshire is, a, yeah, it's great, especially since the borders that used to be in downtown Saratoga. Yeah, border of the chain, no they're a place with an independent bookstore. Well done, guys. Yeah. So, nice upgrade in my most humble and opinion. Independent bookstores are doing really well. Yeah. Um, they've been on the rise. That's good. Yeah, so, all right, so um, uh, this is like some random questions here to wrap it up as uh, okay. we're waiting for our appetizers to come in here. This could well be our dinner. Lightning round? Okay, so this is going to be, yeah, so quick fire here. Um, Adam, feel free to jump in in case you, okay. the mood strikes. Um, right. Other than the book you've read, uh, the, your favorite book of all time, it can be anything that was mentioned in the bookshop of yesterday's. Well, I think Jane Eyre is my favorite classic. Uh -huh. um, the Westing Game, do you know that book? Never heard of it. Oh, it's my favorite children's book. It's fantastic. Oh. Um, and then my favorite modern book... Probably changes. It changes, oh, but I really like this book called Away by oh. Amy Bloom. Another Amy. Wow. Another Amy, yes. <laughs> Tried to explicitly read Amy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Adam, uh, you being the literary... I don't know if you're the literary type, but uh, favorite book of all, let's get you involved too, man. Let's. Uh... Okay, my favorite book of all time. I'm gonna sound like a real literary egghead here. Oh boy. My favorite book of all time is Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, some people use it as a doorstop. But I, don't <laughs> I think it's 1,300. Uh, oh yeah. 1,100 pages or something. Oh boy. But it, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it's any longer than 800. <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite book of all time. As so, far as modern stuff, classics. Big Sherlock Holmes fan. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember when. I remember when I, the first early get-together we had uh, after I joined Facebook was New Year's Day. He went to see the Sherlock Holmes movie. That's right. And Midnight that. showing? No, I think I think I went with uh, Mr. Joe Bruno. Actually. Oh yeah, past guest Joe Bruno. Big shout yeah. to you, Joe, if you're listening. Anyway, you might still be walking home <laughs> in the rain. Hope you have your umbrella, Joe. Anyway. Um, Going to turn it to me now. Yeah, how about you, Jay? What well, you I'm going to go, my favorite children's book of all time was a book called How to Eat Fried Worms by Thomas oh, Rockwell, classic. in relation to Norman. Classic. I think I read that in like, it might have been, I think it was second, third grade. I got that in like paper, Penguin Paperback. And from a uh, book order? Remember the book orders? Oh, the book fairs, yeah. You get the little, did you have that? Where did you go to elementary? Uh, it was Geyser Roll, but uh, I later went to Division. Okay, food's arrived, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Give the, Thank you. You're very welcome. They would like sort of give you uh, clink, clink. kind of a catalog. Did you have those? And you sort of write what you wanted. And we had those. Yeah, we had those. Fairs? Even in the. Yeah. I guess we called. We didn't call even them book fairs. We called them book orders. Or book order. Yeah, you had like you had like the the, the almost a flimsy paper here. Yeah, exactly. 
and then well, you write down on, you know, it was very low-tech. Oh, yeah, it was back in the day. I think I think the last I had one was, uh, I got to go back to junior high, eighth grade. Okay, I'll just give you a plate right here. Hopefully, uh, I'll just get the microphone away if we uh, start eating. So I forgive all the listeners if uh, you're offended by us. You should eat on. You should have a, a, a podcast where you just eat on. Yeah. Dining, oh, dining out with yeah. A and J. That would be amazing. That's going to be the next like spinoff. I like it. Uh, where do you usually host these? Um, where do here? I usually? Po- I well, I, when you do the interviews, do you do them here or do you do? Well, I I did a phoner recently. Adam, do you remember uh, Holly Sampson? Yes, I, well, I listened well, to that episode. Yeah, I I called her. Uh, she lives in Washington D.C. now, and we discussed, you know, what she's up to nowadays, uh, um, other stuff like that. Well, I didn't go into politics because we were going to do life in D.C., but politics was going to come up, and I wanted to avoid that, yeah. like the plague. It was a really good idea. Yeah, it was. It was a it was a short interview too. You you do the interviews over the phone, right? Yeah, like a I have like a thing called the tape call app. So that's how I do that. Well, we're talking literature and, and podcasts. You never know how these conversations are going to go, folks. So, when we do live interviews, though, this is what we've been here, right? Yeah, we've had two uh, roundtable type discussions, which, uh, pardon the expression, we called audio shit fest. And the last time we uh, we were here, it was uh, you, me, Joe Bruno, the aforementioned, mm-hmm. and Alex Olvera. And what a drunken high old time. We were celebrating my birthday in this very place. That's right, That's and then fun. previous to that, Mr. Don Benway joined us. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Apologies, folks. I find the acoustics in this room are nice. Well, they didn't have music playing. I had to go uh, settle things with the maitre d' and like, hey, could you lower this or Brought something? Bring down the levels a little bit. Bring down the levels a little bit. Maybe it's much nicer than the last time we were in here. The oh, last yeah. time we were in here, it was kind of using a storage room. I like okay. the picture of the... The random kid picture yeah. up there. I'm sure whoever put it up... Visuals, all, visual aids are always going to podcast, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, we went off the track there, so that's my favorite children's book. It was Thomas Rockwell, How to Eat Fried Worms. Uh, modern stuff, I'm going to have to go for... Um, uh, are you two heard of David Sedaris? Mm-hmm. He's had some good stuff. I, when I first joined iTunes, I really got in his audio books, like When You Are Engulfed in Flames, mm-hmm. Dress Your Children in Corduroy and Denim. I've read that one. It's right. good. Yeah. I saw him at USC. He came and spoke yeah, once. Lived out, in, lived out in the French countryside, I heard. character. A fellow. Uh, we have a... Uh, a medical emergency. <laughs> oh, boy. You okay? I'm all right. Wrong fight. Yeah. Oh, boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? Yeah. Can you imagine that, you listen? Like, Adam Parada died doing what he loved best. <laughs> I'm having myself. I'm going to swallow this out, Going out on a podcast is not a bad way to go. Podcast, eating me for me. I got to swallow it. Yep. That'll do. That'll do. <laughs> so that's your favorite current book? Yeah, well, yeah, well even though, it, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, it's my favorite author, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So, um. But I did read a. Cl- I'm gonna go for a classic novel, another classic novel, and that's uh, a movable feast. Oh. I was gonna give. The, I was. I bought that like in 2016. I, I had a North Shore bookstore gift card given to me for uh, Christmas, I believe. I got one for Christmas, one for my birthday, and I was gonna originally give that to my mom for her to read, and she never got around to it. And uh, Amy, as you, I gotta give you the origin story. Of this podcast, a month after my mom passed away, that's when I started this podcast, and. Uh, that's how it all began on that front. 
Now, did, did you, was the idea, did somebody suggest podcasting to you, or did you just come up with that on your own? Or? I came up with that on my own. Okay. Oh. What's going on here? Art. It's been a, a so success it's ever since. Sort of to like, honor it was like your a, mom. A, it was a, it was a, that was actually a positive outlet for my grief. So. That was good. And what are we up to now? 50? How many episodes? This is going to be 48 coming up. 48. And, uh, Ooh, are you doing something? You must have something special in store for 50. Yeah, Jim Perillo is going to be in town for 4th of July weekend. Oh, okay. That's a big name. Mm hmm. That's a big name. Where are you going to go here? We yeah. shall see. Perillo might not be allowed in here anymore. I don't know. You have to bet it with the people. That I will. That I will. All right. So now that we've hit a dead end with this conversation. What's the next rapid fire? All right. Well, um, geez, I'm going to say like uh, we're going to go personal stuff here. Uh Not too personal, but all right. uh, Favorite drink? I think we see it right there. You're looking at it, Joe. Yeah. Little little, uh, bottle of vino. By the bottle, yes. I've been really into Aperol Spritz lately. Aperol Spritz. Perfect summer drink. Have you had one before? No, I have not. I think, I don't know if the last wine I've ever had. I almost wanted to get like rosé one time. My friend Frank Sicari, he runs Frank Lally Social Club. Big shout out to you, Frankie. Big up to Frank. He had like rosé and like Capri Sun in those Capri Uh, Sun pouches like back in the day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Favorite drink there, Adam. Uh, any beer you can get your hand on, I'm willing to bet. Usually. I like an IPA. Actually, yeah. last night, uh, Amy and I were at dinner at a local establishment that I will not name. Uh, full service, full I ordered product. an IPA and it was delivered a Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. Big, Big difference. I had to send it back. Uh, <laughs> my, my, probably, that's probably my least favorite type of beer. Oh. Like an IPA. Yeah, uh, well, I like a whiskey. I'll drink pretty much anything except vodka. Oh, yeah, vodka. vodka don't agree with you. Like brown liquor, well, uh, gin, pretty much everything else. I had non-alcohol. I had like a non-alcoholic drink last night at this place at the Odessaga Resort out in Cooperstown. Oh, yeah. And they have this place called the Hawkeye Grill. One of my hosts uh, went to college with the guy who runs the, uh, I think he runs the Hawkeye Grill. Excuse me. Actually, we went there. That's where we went for a trip when we were out there. It's in, Hawkeye- the, in the hotel, right? Oh, the hotel. Oh, it's like a whole resort. Yeah. It's like a whole yeah. resort. It's on Seagull Lake. It's really nice. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we did go there. Yeah, so uh, they, uh, the couple were celebrating their wedding anniversary. All right, we'll just Yeah, we were there today. No problem. And what we'll do is, uh, what we did was they ordered like uh, club soda and grenadine. Okay. And it was like non-alcoholic. Shirley and, uh, Temple, I think that's not. Well, yeah. if you put a cherry on it, it's a Shirley Temple. Oh, cherry makes a Shirley Temple. Yeah. So there you go, folks. There's probably a funny name for a Shirley Temple with alcohol in it, like, like you know, middle-aged Shirley Temple. <laughs> Shirley Temple Black. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yo, why you got me black, with man? With Johnny Come Walker on, Black or something. Shirley Temple yeah. Black. I invented a drink, Jay, once. I don't know if I ever told you this story. Oh, go ahead. Nobody on the podcast has heard it either. It was called a Black German. <laughs> black German. It was a Black Russian <laughs> with Jaeger in it. So it was oh, vodka, Kula, and Jaeger. It might be why I don't like vodka, actually. So it was yeah. vodka, Kahlua, and Jaeger. Oh, boy. I don't think gross. you drink Kahlua or Jaeger either. <clears throat> I'll drink Jaeger if it's presented. Hopefully you didn't hear that. When is uh, it presented to you? So, Touche. And Touche. Anyway, uh... I speaking of drinks, I've told this story. I was in I was home for a holiday break from college and I went to the weather vane. This is going all over the road, folks. Anyway, what I did was I ordered this drink called Moose Tracks. It was at the old weather vane where that uh, Marriott is now yep. on South Broadway. And it was like Kahlua, chocolate liqueur, and Bailey's Irish cream. Oh. First drink out first sip, 
Yeah. Why do I even bother? Did you immediately go into a diabetic shock after I that? didn't go into diabetic shock. It was like, it's more disgusting. There's than... a lot of sugar in that. Yeah. Um, okay, I should have gone like a star drink. I should have just gone and eaten instead of just like, you're right. what the best drink you got, man? Come on, give it to me. <laughs> Crap, what's your favorite drink? Um, I'm going to go for, I think I'd go, if an alcohol is division, I'd go for an IPA. You like an IPA? Yeah. Do you like a super hoppy IPA or like a... Well, just a moderate balance moderate. between IPAs. I don't perform myself to be too much of a beer snob. Okay. Or like with a wine either. It was like, well, there's a bop. I'm like not much of a wine snob either. And I mean right. this in all deference to uh, Ms. Meyerson. Who, who is a wine snob yeah, sometimes. In some ways. Upsta- hey, two, hey, upstairs, at, like, upstairs at this but... very establishment just uh, four nights ago. That's right. What were you doing? Did you I had like drink? a watermelon uh, IPA. Oh, I forgot yeah. what the, the brewery was or what it was My called. My sister was drinking those. Was it good? Oh, yeah. It went down good. Now, Nothing did you else. have any of the cake? Yes, I did. I think I had two slices while I was... Uh, the cake was pretty cake good, was huh? Yeah, it was. Did you see when it came out with the books on it? I saw, the Insta- I saw Amy's Instagram post. Okay. We'll, get, we'll plug the social media stuff later. But, that's, from, uh, uh, that's direct from uh, the pastry chef at Prime at Saratoga National. Wow, we yeah, big shot. Really big shot. Lauren, Lauren Holmes got the hookup on that. So, oh yeah, that would be uh, Mrs. Parada, Mama Parada, or that's, some. That's my mother's brother. Hey, deep, co- deep, deep connections with the your side of the family. So, that's right. uh, so, uh, so, your your mom was like a uh, she retired some time ago as a teacher in the Saratoga Spring City School District. She did. Uh, she retired yeah, five or six years ago now. Oh, yeah. She's been busier in retirement than she ever was when she was. working life, yeah. She, she taught English too, right? She taught reading resource, I believe. Oh, so, something like that, yeah. So, if, you know, for kids who had difficulty reading. Oh, like dyslexia and something. Yeah. Something. yeah. yeah. I, I had her on a sub once, actually, when I was in fifth grade. Oh, dear. She, she substitute taught for a while, and she oh. was my teacher once. That was oh, an boy. interesting Did you experience. behave more or less? This is your mom. Uh, no, your teacher. This is I your mom. I think I actually was pretty well behaved. Yeah. <laughs> I also had Mr. Gene Bruno as a substitute teacher once. Oh, I think we. Oh, I've been. I've been in some of those classes, yeah. so I know the uh, whole deal. On that, that was in high school, though. So that was yeah. the era where just, you just show a video of yourself. Oh yeah, just do something like that. All right. So this conversation has uh, gone all over the place. Unlike uh, Amy's book here, I'm going to try my best to wrap it up here. <laughs> Improvisation up there, which is great. Impro- we're improvising yeah. up here. We're just. Uh, we're we'll, ju- we'll just master. We'll just hit the. We'll just uh, stop the record button and uh, whenever the waitress comes hey, back. Jay, here. let me ask you a question. Let me turn, Go ahead. Like, turn the tables on you. Go ahead. What was your favorite? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but what was your favorite? Who was your favorite character in the book? Um. I'd have to go for the uh, protagonist. Okay. Not the enigmatic Uncle Billy. Not the enigmatic Uncle okay. Billy. Well, Adam, who was your favorite character to turn the See, table? I like right Uncle back? Billy. Wow. I like how he's sort of there but not there in the book. The book is sort of defined by his absence in a way. Anyway, so in a uh, vein. Well, let's ask the author. Well, Amy, who do you think is your favorite character uh, in the book? You wrote it for her. Yeah, my favorite character is the writer character. Who's kind of like her, becomes sort of her stand in for mom when. She's not really talking to her mom. Who's, Actually, here's yeah. a funny, uh, an interesting anecdote about the book. I think Amy might be able to relate that the, in its early iteration, the book was focused much more on a character who I don't think is in the book anymore. No. Got, well, got written out, they say. Yes. 
so that was the you know and then it sort of it, that was the impetus to start the book a lot and then it, it sort of changed from there um, yeah well that's the that's sort of the funny thing is I, I can't really remember what made it into the final draft and what didn't so sometimes I forget that there are characters that aren't in there or there are scenes that aren't in there that were there yeah, before lots of rounds of that it's a lot of work but she's already got work on the second one oh so we can't wait for that that's going to be great so I think on that note we've uh, did the old ratchet job bit long enough so I'm going to wrap it up by saying uh, thank you to our guest Amy Meyerson if you want to plug your social media go ahead and do it you got the green light. So your Instagram? I have Instagram, which is just amy.myerson, and then I have a Facebook author page. Okay. And a website, which is just amymyerson.com. All right. Uh, I don't have any. I have a Facebook regular guy page. It's just my name. And, and uh, me no too. Instagram. And me too. I've given them my right. social media at the top of this episode. So thank you once again for Amy. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Thanks. I really appreciate it. It is a wonderful book. And if you haven't gotten it yet, what on earth are you waiting for? Go get your, like, your independent bookstore. That's how it's better done, in my opinion, is you try to stumble through the uh, ending of this podcast, which has gone on long enough almost. And also, Adam, thank you for uh, co-hosting on this. Uh, Thanks for having me, Jay. My first time with a co-host. Go ahead. Look forward to next time. Uh, I could be a host and a guest maybe next time. I've done both now. I, yeah. I like each, uh, Work I, both I, sides. Can you interview yourself? Each. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a good one. Boy, that ought to be interesting. Well, All right, Jay, well thanks for having us. Yeah, we appreciate it. Us. All right, thank you very much, and we're out. There it is, everybody. My thanks once again to Amy Meyerson for being our guest, and big shout to Adam Parada once again for sitting in the co-pilot's chair, or co-host, if you will, like we're flying a plane. Well, speaking of planes, we're about to bring this long, rickety flight in for a landing. So I want to say thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, episode number 48. Next week, Cooperstown Road Trip recap for the most part. Jim Perrell will be along during the 4th of July weekend, episode number 50, discussing summer madness with him. Well, not really, but it's a nice start. And uh, not sure what we're going to get for episode 51, so I hope it's a good one for you, that this podcast finds you well. We are memorializing the Saratoga Jazz Festival at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center. If you're hearing jazz underneath what I'm saying, it's the Dave Brubeck Quartet, and we're going to play you out on the wings of song. I've been doing that a bit more, man. This has been great. Anyway, thanks for listening. I surely appreciate it. You hit me up on the social media. Also, kitypod at gmail.com, the world's loneliest email if you want to email me your feedback. Subscribe, rate, and review. Listen at Apple Podcasts. Also, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Podbean. You already know already. I teased it at the beginning of the show. And now, let's just end this thing, shall we? Thanks again for listening. And above all else, and as always, wait for it. Wait for it. It's coming. Keep smiling. See you soon. Check the chocolate!